Welcome to the Good News Podcast. I'm Colleen. And I'm Neil. We're here to share with you all the sonic joy we can find, good news, and delightful moments. Beaming right to your ears from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago. Okay, uh, so we're recording now. Mm-hmm. Um, Colleen, can you say a few words in the microphone? Sure. Um, for breakfast, I had a bagel. That's This is another radio thing is what you say for breakfast to get your levels checked. Uh, a bagel with cream cheese and some veggies. Sounds good. <gasps> Renee, did you have anything for breakfast today? I did. I had an orange and a Cliff Bar. Ooh. Mm, I think that's, that's, I would say healthy. Yeah, that's. I think that's the right amount of food. I, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't judging the amount of food you ate. Just that they seemed was. like, I yeah. Was, yeah. I didn't know it, but yeah. Um, cool. I'm a little hot. Um, great. I think we're good. Yeah. Colleen. Yes. We are joined today by Renee Albrecht Malinger. I love it. I love having guests in the studio. I met Renee at a Pecha Kucha presentation. She was doing a presentation on storytelling. Picha Kucha is a presentation style where 20 slides are shown for 20 seconds each. It's about a seven-minute talk. Renee is a storyteller, a designer, and a researcher, and an ex-CPS teacher. Her talk that night was about storytelling. Our conversation with Renee is a Good News Podcast two-parter. Today's show, we're talking with her about her experience of getting on stage and telling stories at The Moth. For those of you who don't know, The Moth is a public storytelling event. Each event has a theme, like freedom. Or flirting with disaster, or ego, or falling. You get the idea. Like, each night has a theme. And we are going to put a link to The Moth on our website for those of you that are interested in learning more. Make sure to listen to tomorrow's episode when she tells us a really great story. One night, um, my friend started to bully me into, like, (laughs) getting up and telling a story because I love to talk. Yeah. Uh, And it didn't take a lot of convincing because I'm a big ham. I got up and I told my first story and I, I came in second place. When you told the first story, did you go in with a plan or were you, uh, you yeah. were winging it? Yeah, okay. but I pretended I was winging it. <laughs> well, that's for safety. The level of for safety. Yeah, you need to set like, the bar so low so when you nail oh, sorry, it. sorry. I didn't prepare anything. <laughs> right, right. I was like, well, I guess I could. But really, yeah. I had oh, like I wow. had sat in the mirror the night before yes. and rehearsed a million times. Wow. Right. Stealth. Okay. You went I have in, uh, never no, admitted that. That is this the, is, that we'll, is, we'll edit that out. <laughs> no, we will keep that we will keep that <laughs> only because i think that's super real because i would have done the same thing yeah. i would have been like you guys i'm not ready but i'll try yeah i'll give it a shot i and that the thing is that i think that that's a really important thing that storytelling allowed me to do was just kind of accept where i was at mm. yeah that first story i had rehearsed religiously and then told everybody like oh i guess i'll give it a shot <laughs> I I love that. I think that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could. Yeah. Um. So you told that story, and and were you bit by the bug? Were, were you like, oh man, I'm I'm hooked. Um. So two things happened. First of all, I loved the attention. Mm. Um. Because that's me. Uh. But second of all, I came in second place. Yeah, that's huge by a tenth of a point. Oh, wow. Uh, Which, I got to be honest, that was unacceptable. (laughs) Like, I was 
not about to let that be, you know, like how, like, come on. Yeah. You've got a competitive nature to you. You know, I, again, something I lie about because I also hate losing, Mm. which I think is what having a competitive, like having a competitive nature is not necessarily about loving winning. It's sometimes about hating losing. Oh my God. I am so comfortable with losing. Yeah, I feel like I'm a natural born loser. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to, you know, I'll be like, well, I'm not really a competitive person. And that's, I have to tell myself that so that I can chill out. Oh, yeah. But there's something about like being like second place by a tenth of a point, like that little competitive voice, you can't say now is not the time. Like literally now is the time. Yeah. Mm. You know, like. You you came back and uh, and I think you won you won an evening. Yeah, I did. Congratulations! So uh, you did it. You you spoke to your little devil on your shoulder. And I you need that back. guy. I need that guy on my shoulder. To, can you can you tell us how it felt to yeah. win? Yeah, it was amazing. What did you do afterwards? I don't know. What like you blacked was, out? I pretty much right. Like it was that exciting. I actually so at this time I was a I was a public school teacher. Okay, and so to go out on a weeknight is a really big deal, right? Yeah, uh, because you have to go to school early in the morning, and I loved. I realized that I loved more than the winning and the losing. So I would have quit my job the next day. <laughs> the temptation <laughs> occurred to me. I was like, maybe I was meant to be a performer, <laughs> uh, and that. You know, I knew that wasn't true uh, because I didn't want to be a performer, but it was exciting. What I did realize was that I got a lot out of the relationship that I built with a room packed full of people in a very, very short amount of time. Could you expand on that? What does that mean? So you got to imagine this room. It's the back room at Haymarket Mm -hmm. and they've got like high tables So people are sitting at all the high tables and people are sitting at all the high seats at the bar and people are standing all the way in the back along the wall. And then the area around this tiny little stage, everybody is sitting on the floor like you can't walk. And while you're talking, it's silent, like Mm -hmm. the just you could hear a pin drop and Whatever feelings you're putting out there, no matter how eloquently you're expressing them, like you could be doing a terrible job, but the people who are there are there to listen to you tell your story. They're not there like sitting back in their seats like, hey, entertain me. They're like, tell me about your experience. Tell me about, you know, you and what you've been through and your feel. So they're there to feel with you. Right. Mm. Um, What I hear you saying is that you and the audience are both present together. Yes. And recharging off of each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Neil, you have a lot of experience performing. Ah, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Kelly. I have zero. What we're talking about here, does that resonate with you? It Do does. Do you feel like that energy between your you as a performer and the audience? I do. And I I think for me it's the same idea of like how you recharge your batteries. And Colleen, we were just talking about this a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. Like some people recharge being alone. Some people recharge with other people. Some people uh, hate to perform and would rather sit in a closet. Uh, and some people love to get up in front of people. We all have different ways of recharging our batteries. And I think you found a way that you can recharge your batteries. 
That was cool. Do you, the difference though with your performance is that your audience is looking for entertainment. Uh, So Renee, I uh, perform improv uh, multiple times a week. (laughs) Very involved. That's awesome. Yeah. And they are looking for entertainment. Yeah. They are people. It is a tough crowd, I bet, sometimes. Predominantly drunk. Um, Oh, are they? Are they drunk? Well, oh. I, you, get, you, get, you get most of your money from the bar sales. People don't come for improv. They come for Jeez, the hard liquor. Um, <laughs> but uh, I do understand that feeling of sort of getting up there and, like, having a, an interaction with a group of people. Like, the group of people are one person, and you or your team are another person, and you're sort of having this discussion back and forth. It's cool. Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Great. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or an idea? Also great. Email us at goodnews at cardsagainsthumanity.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at the good news pod. Most of our music is by Poddington Bear. Same place, same time, tomorrow. <laughs>